When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Jimmers, hey, talking again at Colts camp. Is it a good thing? We're going to talk about that when owners talk, people get either inspired or confused. What happened yesterday with Jim Irsay? Andrew Ogletree looks like he tore his ACL. That's not good. Uh, obviously, that would mean he's going to be out for the season. Rookie six-round pick out of Youngstown State. Started his college career as a wide receiver. Tight end at Colts camp looked kind of good. I got to tell you the truth. He looked like a guy who's going to get active snaps in the regular season as a six-round rookie, and that doesn't happen every day. Uh, Alec Pierce was good yesterday. He keeps taking steps forward. He's got, what, about another three and a half weeks to take more steps forward and be able to beat cornerbacks in the NFL down in Texas. Got to be able to do that. Pittman yesterday, a little bit of a skirmish at camp. Can't have it. He's the one guy you can count on at wide receiver. He has got to stay healthy. He's got to stay clean. He's got to stay on the field. You can't get into fights. He got tossed from a game last year, not because of the punch. He didn't. I, I didn't see a punch thrown, but he's got a reputation as a hothead, and that cost him. Uh, they, we're going to talk about the Big Ten bringing in USC and UCLA a little bit, what it means to the Pac-12 and where it needs to go in baseball last night. Two, three, two scores in Chicago. One good for the Chicagoans, one bad. This is Breakfast with Ken for Thursday, August 18th, 2022. Brought to you by the great people at BUSR. Let's go. Have some fun. Enjoy investing in sports. Uh, you know what? There's no better place to do it than BUSR. Look, you deposit up to 1000 bucks. they're going to match it. That's how happy these people are to have you as a part of their family. Go to busr.ag and the link. Click on the link at the bottom of the description. Let's talk about sport. Hey, smash that subscriber button. Hit the likes. We are setting all kinds of records with likes. Love it. If you're watching, hit like. And if you want to donate, feel free. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone 
or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. All right, let's talk about Jim Ursay and the Indianapolis Colts. We kind of went over what happened at camp yesterday, minus the comments of Jim Ursay. Owners talking. Is it a good thing, ultimately, where it comes to the uh, where it comes to any professional fo- uh, professional franchise, whether it's football, basketball, sport, uh, baseball, hockey, whatever? Here's what he had to say. One thing was interesting. Uh, nothing new on the Quentin Nelson extension talks. Uh, Ursay vague, even for him. He said he sees it getting done. What's that mean, really? He said the deal has got to be good for both sides. Well, that, I mean, obviously. who is anybody going to sign a bad deal for them? No. Uh, yesterday, uh, Derwin James signed a four-year extension, $76.4 million. Yeah, he's a safety, but he was a 17th overall pick in the 2018 draft, the same draft that produced uh, Quentin Nelson, to, brought Quentin Nelson to the Colts. Quentin Nelson one of the best guards in the NFL, but the guard position is a low-impact position, low-leverage position on an NFL roster. Are you going to invest that level of money? And we saw it with Bill Polian, right? Guards never stuck around in Indianapolis. I think the longest-tenured guard that the Colts had during that era of excellence that Jim Irsay cited yesterday from 99 through 2010, I think was four years. They come, they go. You swap them in, you swap them out. You don't spend a lot of money at guard because it means you can't spend a lot of money at other spots. The Colts have not spent money at the wide receiver position. They spend all kinds of money on the offensive line. And if Quentin Nelson signs the extension that is expected, what happens to the amount of money that is available to be spent at wide receiver or running back, another position where uh, successful teams don't necessarily spend a lot of money. Jonathan Taylor is going to want an extension after this season, going into next season. He's going to be due for his extension, Michael Pittman Jr., as well. Where do you get the money to sign these guys if you spend all kinds of money to go sign Quentin Nelson? You could franchise Quentin Nelson, and it would be cheaper than what Quentin Nelson is requesting I'm assuming, or they would have signed him already. But if if franchising makes more sense than to sign him to a long-term deal, you know what? Franchise him. It's a business, man. This isn't a this isn't a hobby. This is a business. Uh, Ursay focused on beating the Titans. He mentioned Tennessee a couple of times. You know what? You better not. Of like the Jaguars are there too. Jaguars could win the AFC South. I know that sounds preposterous. You saw it with the Bengals last year. The Bengals went from terrible to being uh, the AFC North champions going to the Super Bowl. That can happen, and it could happen with the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are getting better. They're going to be better this year than they were last year. Does that mean 7-10 and 10 or 10-7? and 7? We're going to find out this season, but you better take care of business in Week 2 or, or things get murky for the Colts. Focusing attention on the Titans might not be where it needs to be focused. Uh, <clears throat> he also said that 
uh, Pete Ward, who uh, everybody loves. Pete Ward's just a wonderful guy. Chris Ballard, Frank Reich, all said uh, to Jimmer, say, can you take a different perspective on the opener? Don't say too much about it. Doesn't want to put extra pressure on guys uh, in the opener. Uh, and, and then he said, Jimmer, say, did, um, he cited... Uh, Green Bay, Pittsburgh, and Denver as franchises with the, the ability to build multiple championship eras. And it needs to happen here. It's about greatness. He keeps talking about greatness. Look, greatness is earned day after day. It's not earned with rhetoric out of Colts camp. It's not. And people love this. P fans love it. Let's go win a championship. Well, you got to win championships here. That does not help. Look at those three franchises. When does a Rooney, any Rooney, in the history of Rooney ownership of the Pittsburgh Steelers, when has one stood up and said the things that Jim Reich said, or uh, Jim Irsay says relentlessly? When did Pat Bowen say things like this? Pat Bowen, of course, at that, you know, as he slipped away due to dementia and Alzheimer's, uh, obviously wasn't saying a lot, and now that he's passed on, it's silent, clearly, uh, but over the time that he owned the Broncos, he was mostly quiet. Look at Stan Kroenke, Silent Stan. He ain't called Silent Stan because he's making a bunch of noise. It's not ironic. You know, Green Bay, Green Bay doesn't have owners. Literally, they're owned by the community. Of course they don't talk. He doesn't talk. She doesn't talk. Nobody talks representing ownership in Green Bay. So, Let's not talk about that stuff. In fact, let's not talk at all. Please. Please. Shh. Jim Ursay has got to somehow resist the temptation to say all the things that fans want to hear. It's not helpful in the end. That's just the way it is. Uh, Mike Strawn, he spoke, and he said he's ready to be the monster he is. What? What monster is that? I, I don't get it. Get on the field. Be active for a Sunday, for God's sake. Make your, make your goals attainable. Specific. Measurable. Attainable. you got to have the resources for them, and they've got to be time-bound. Those are smart goals. Mike Strawn, I'm ready to be the monster I am. Hey. No. Just go out and do your best every single day. Get 1% better. Stop it. The, the rhetoric from these guys, again, whether it's ownership, whether it's players, just do your business. Do what Marvin Harrison did. Shh. Quiet. Right? Uh, Colts, back at it today. Practice at noon. Going to... Uh, uh, going to be a uh, um, kind of, this is usually the contentious day. I'm not going to say it's going to be contentious, but the second day, guys get a little raw-assed, and, and all of a sudden you got skirmishes. Skirmish yesterday, Michael Pittman Jr. and a couple of DBs for the Lions got at it a little bit. Quentin Nelson was the peacemaker. Quentin Nelson is quite a peacemaker. When Quentin Nelson, we said it yesterday, when he gets when he moves toward receivers and DBs in the middle of some kind of conflagration, the conflagration stops. Butt cold. 
nobody messes with Q. It's a good thing, good guy to have around. Is he worth $20 million a year? Is he worth $14 million a year? That's the question. You know, having a guy around who's going to stop fights. Uh, but Michael Pittman Jr. has got to stop that. He is way too important to allow himself to indulge in ill-tempered uh, fisticuffs or, you know, any kind of—don't squabble. Just get after it on the field. Gordy Howe is the best at this in the NHL. Gordy Howe, guy had cheap shot him a little bit. Gordy would just file it away. Then later in the game, when nobody's looking, all of a sudden that guy's on the ice. Nobody knew how. Of course, it was Gordy Howe. And at that point, they didn't have video replay and stuff like that, so it was easier. But you take your time, you find your opening, and then you exert your revenge. Easy, right? Uh, USC, UCLA leaving the Pac 12 for the Big Ten. It could cost, according to reports, uh, the other Pac 12 schools $13 million each per year in media rights. The Pac-12 can't survive like this. But the answer for the Pac-12 is not to merge with the Big 12. Bringing in Iowa State, K-State, Kansas, the remnants of the Big 12 is not going to save the Pac-12 and vice versa. With Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big 12, the answer is not to bring in Cal, Stanford, and Washington State. It's not. You got to figure this out, and and the answer is probably a two-conference system, and it's probably football being extracted from the rest of college sports, uh, which is really what it should be. You know, it, it, to have football under the same umbrella as men's golf or uh, you know field uh, field hockey is just idiotic for for college athletics, and and to have conferences of remnants uh, that isn't going to help at the the table with ESPN and Fox Sports CBS, NBC, ABC as you try to uh, kind of put together rights deals it's just not, you know, hey we're bringing Ames, Iowa to the party really, good for you uh, the NIT is moving out of Madison Square Garden and what a shame that is that was such a cool event at MSG Cool for teams to go to New York City and participate in the semifinals and the finals of the NIT. It's going to move this coming year to the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. And uh, the Orleans is a cool place. Saw Tony Danza there, of all people, uh, just sitting at the bar drinking Sambuca. All right, let's go. Um, and then you've got... Uh, uh, Indianapolis, which is going to host it in 2024. Henkel Fieldhouse is going to host the, uh, the NIT in 2024. It was really cool back in the day. People going to New York and playing at MSG. I'm sorry to see it change. Cubs, they won yesterday 3-2, to won another series against a terrible baseball team, the Washington Nationals. Sox, they lost 3-2 to to the Astros. And uh, Michael Kopech threw pretty well, but the Sox just couldn't get runs, and that's the way it goes. Let's celebrate some birthdays on this Thursday. I feel like today, like Optimism Wednesday, I really enjoy. You know, it's very positive and convivial, and we enjoy it. And uh, then Thursday comes along, Jim Irsay opens his mouth on Wednesday, and all of a sudden we're talking about, hey, shush. I get it. You know, an owner needs to set the, the standard. And needs to say, here's our mission statement. This is what our goal is. But I think that's best done in a conference room 
not in front of a bunch of microphones, because all it does is distract from the job at hand. Uh, John Allen, Dave Bartram, happy birthday. Anna McCampbell Coons celebrating her birthday. Uh, Joshua Jackson and the great Janice Steiner celebrating her birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Let's go. Enjoy yourselves. Lift each other up. Have a hell of a day. Go out to Colts practice. Watch Matt Ryan tear it up again. He was 10 of 11 yesterday with three TDs. Let's go. Got a big weekend coming up. Whew. Man, you kidding me?